0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode. On behalf of Disciple of City, I'm Todd Carlton, and this is the Toddcast. My guest today is streaming into our studio from Pakistan. He's part of a ministry called Light of the World, and has some riveting stories of what life is like as a Christian overseas. Let's welcome Shalok Bhatti. Hey, my friend. Hello. How you doing?
1: Yes, I'm doing well, and I am proudly blessed by the grace of God. How about you?
0: Amen. I'm doing well, and it's it's an honor to have you on the show and be able to talk to you. And we're I'm very thankful. It's after midnight where you are, I understand, right? This is the best time to get the best internet connection? Yes. So appreciate it's you. One. Go ahead.
1: Yes, it's one fifty AM here.
0: So I'm blessed that you're sacrificing your sleep to talk to us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pray that our conversation gives all glory to our living God.
0: Yes. So, my friend, can you um, can you tell me uh, you grew up in a in a Christian family, right? Your your parents were Christian already when you were born.
1: Yeah, I grew up a Christian boy. And, uh, like my parents, they are, they're like pastor and, uh, my grandparents, they was like pastors. They was serving God, but by myself, I was just like, you know, being in school and with friends and didn't know about Jesus. And, uh, I was just like hearing that. Yeah. He's, he's like, he sacrificed for us and all these things. So I didn't know about Jesus. Like, I didn't had a relationship with Him. And, uh, yeah, growing up like a boy with the school, you know, like, the boys having secrets and, you know, like, sex and all this stuff. So, I was trapped in that thing. But when uh, I had, like, an accident in my life, I was, like, a one-wheeler, too. You know, like a stunner. So... That time when I, when my leg broke down and doctor was saying like, Shalok will never walk on his foot. He will be uh, on the bed for whole life. And that time I felt like Jesus was saying in my ears that I need you, I need your body, I need your soul, I need you to work for me. And that time, like I hear Jesus saying in my ears and I sound like, God, this is your temple. I want I want you to live in my body. I want you to live in my heart. And that time, when I was on the bed and I was in the hospital in the ICU, and they are like, uh, you're, you're like, you're not gonna walk on your foot. So that time, I felt like there's something, there's something that's that's the real thing. And that time, I, like, gave my life to Jesus. I said, like, okay, God, I give my life to you. And it's, it's your turn, and you will use me for your work. And after that, like, I started, like, doing, I, I started serving God. I got baptized. And uh, I was only 12 years old. You know, like, being a 12 years old boy, like, no one uh, gives their lives to Jesus because they're like little kids, you know? So that time I gave my life to Jesus. And, um, like I saw so many people getting healed. And before that, before giving my life to Jesus, I was not believing in Jesus. Like I knew that, uh, he sacrificed life for us and for our sins. And, uh, but I didn't like was so close to Jesus. But seeing miracles and healings in front of my eyes, that was like so, so different. Like people getting healed, uh, setting free from demonic spirits and uh, from possessed spirits. And that thing really touched my heart.
0: So, so I think we had a little blip in the in the, in the connection quite a while ago. Um, you said you had an, did you say you had an accident? Yes. What, what kind of an accident?
1: Road, ac- road accident.
0: Okay. A road accident. So a car crash. You were in a car crash and it put you in the hospital. Okay. So yeah. um, what, t- what types of, of healing did you see? Because healing, witnessing healing is not foreign in North America in Canada or the United States, but it's not something that's widely seen or necessarily widely believed in here in a lot of different denominations of Christianity. So, can you give us some examples of healings that you witnessed?
1: Yes. So, uh, you you know that my my dad is a pastor. So, like when people come to church, there was like uh, sick from like ears they had like cancer, they, they was like demonic spirit, like they, were, they was possessed by that demonic spirits. And they was like even killing their kids because of that demonic spirits. And like when, when they came and uh, they didn't know that they are they were right in the presence of Holy Spirit, They their families, they bring them, them up in the church So uh, when they was in the church, like I saw those people, like when we was praying, my dad and the whole team was praying on them. And that that person who got healed, that was like, you know, like like a possessed. He was uh, like, his face was so different and he was like beating, he was like uh, punching in the walls and he was doing crazy stuff. And uh, when we, like when they prayed, when they prayed on that guy and and he was like literally changed. His face was totally glow up. And I, I saw that it was like that glow up was from the from the Holy Spirit. Like Holy Spirit was on that place. I can feel that presence, that time. And those that guy, he was like uh saved from the from the demonic spirits and he, he was like totally healed.
0: Hmm.
1: from the spirit like, he was like totally possessed
0: wow and this is and what you saw
1: that was happening with, with him right now, that time
0: and this is what you saw as a teenager when you first yes came i was
1: like 12 years old
0: wow is that something common that you're seeing in pakistan is uh, people that are demonically possessed and becoming free from that in your ministry
1: yes it's so common yes it's so common and uh you know like uh people is not even even they are praying from demonic spirits but people are getting healed from the blood cancers like doctors said you know like uh just like one month ago there was a miracle um uh, a girl only like she's she's six years old like uh the girl, little girl. so she had a cancer, she had a blood cancer and and her parents spent like a lot of money on her. and doctors said she's gonna die in four days.
0: Hmm.
1: Doctor said that she she's gonna die in four days. And when she came to the church, she was her whole body was like, you know in note of her control. And that was because of the blood cancer. And the blood cancer was from the demons, like from the uh, Satan. Hmm. And like, we, we prayed for her. And the devil, she, uh, he came on, like, on her body. And he was saying, I will not leave this body. This is my body. And he was like, the devil was saying, this is my body and... Uh, like, I love this little, like, little girl. And that time, like, Dr. said she's going to uh, die in four days. But when we prayed, we believed in God that she was going to heal that time.
0: That voice, and, uh, that voice that you said is Satan, was that coming from her? No, It was coming from Satan. Like, he was speaking through her. Through her. So it was her voice saying those things. Yes. Was it a different sounding voice?
1: It was the same song. Like, it was her own voice, but that was from, like, uh, Satan.
0: And would, typically, would a six-year-old girl in Pakistan even understand or know Satan?
1: Yeah. And while we was praying, she was, like totally freed from that demon possessed. Hmm. And doctor said she's going to die in four days. But now it's been one month and she's totally healed. No more blood cancer, no more possessed spirit. She's totally healed. And her parents, they gave her life and they, they gave uh, their own life to Jesus. And that little girl, she they, they said like she's going to serve God. We're gonna teach her to serve God, and you know the whole family—they was like magicians. Wow! And even their, their own their own magic didn't work, but Jesus worked for them, and Jesus is li- that little girl. Amen. And she's free now, thank
0: God. Amen. Shalom, what uh, what percentage of your country? would you say, is Christian?
1: Yeah, only 1.27% are Christians in Pakistan. Oh.
0: So th- there's a lot of, I know because we've talked, you and I, before, there's a lot of persecution that happens in Pakistan. Um, in North America, we we talk about persecution, but by comparison, we really don't understand effectively what that word means. Can you give us some examples Of some persecution over there That you've either seen or heard of
1: Yes So uh, the persecution right now Even from the A lot of centuries Like a lot of years The persecution here Is happening because we believe in Jesus And in the Bible It says like If you believe in Jesus You will face persecution Even prophets Prophets also face persecution So uh, The persecution Here is happening Just because of we believe in Jesus And uh, you know Like uh, What it looks like That the Christians are the Most most rejected people Here Even if you If you like wearing a shirt Which says Jesus loves you People will hate that they will even, even try to burn your shirt. They will even try to burn you hmm. because the, Jesus is most hated, but his blood saved us. And you know, like um, the persecution is like, the Christians in Pakistan are, are most persecuted people. So it's kind of like slavery, like Christian peoples, if, if someone is like uh, got accident or have a cancer, they need like some of the money and they need to like uh, owe, owe some of the money from, from another people. And they will owe money from Muslim peoples because the peoples who are rich in this country are, are like non-Christians. So they need to owe little debt, and uh, it's because of like emergency because they need to like save their their you know like lives because they like have like emergency things. So they owe some of the debt from from the non-Christian peoples, and uh, they couldn't pay it, and then they got trapped into slavery. And when they get get trapped into slavery, uh, they are facing persecution. It looks like their young girls are getting raped. And the slaves, they are getting murdered. And they are not getting well paid. And they are drinking the water mixed with sewage water.
0: To make them sick.
1: And you know, like, yes. And you know, like 80% of peoples do not have access to clean water. They drink mixed water with the sewage. So in that way, these Christians, they get sick and they continue to owe some of the money and, they, and that loan, it keeps growing and it keeps growing and they're trapped into slavery, the bonded slavery. And thus, bonded slavery is illegal in Pakistan. Even all the countries around the globe, are totally illegal. Like, no one can uh, get, a, get a slave person or trap them into slavery. So, the Christians right now, about 4 million Christians are trapped into slavery right now in Pakistan.
0: And what does that look like? What does that mean, slavery? Like, are they being forced to work in places or what, what does that look like? Yeah.
1: So they are forced to work in the factories, like brick factories. They have to make bricks, like like a thousand bricks in one day. And they work like 21 hours. They are forced to work 21 hours and they don't get paid. You know, they pay like, uh, like $20 a week. And people in America or, or Europe they pay like twenty dollars or thirty dollars per hour mm-hmm. so these people they they are getting paid like twenty or thirty dollars a week, and you know like uh even they they can't buy food from there for a week
0: and this would be adults, children, whole families,
1: yes, and from this. They get sick because they didn't eat much, they get sick their their stomachs get like damaged from that in that way they died in the factories. Hmm. And recently a little boy, he was only uh, like like eight or nine months and his mom she gave her the water because they, they all they have like uh, water mixed with the sewage so she gave her that water and that little boy that little kid he, he drink that water and he got sick and he died on the spot hmm. and no one went there no news no like government thing like no one went there and that bureau she was crying. She was saying, "God, you are the only hope." And you know, like uh, this kind of stuff is happening with the Christians in Pakistan.
0: There was something you had told me about too of a of a fire of a house that was burned down. It's something that you told me a while ago.
1: Yes. So there was a, recently there was uh, a marriage ceremony in a Christian house. And there was uh, like, you know, hearing the Christian songs on the, the music, on the buffers. So in the, the neighborhood, there was like Muslim peoples who was hearing those, uh, those like holy songs which was saying Jesus is, is the Lord, is the savior. And uh, they heard that, and they came in into the marriage ceremony, and they said like, "Hey, stop this! Why are you hearing like uh, these songs? Our, you know, like our God is real. Your, your, your God is not real. So this, they, they said like, stop this. And those people, they said like, we can't stop this. No one can separate us from the love of Jesus. Mm. So those people. They forcefully entered to their home, and they and they started like uh, throwing like petrol, and they they burned their whole home, and they also wanted to kill the whole family, because they they wanted them to stop the holy songs. So, thank God, their family is safe. They are in the underground places, so their their home totally burned out with the fire and I met that family and they said like even if they killed us we would never deny Jesus and we would never stop loving him. Wow.
0: That's an incredible... And you know
1: like that was the, that was the poor family. They had like house. I don't know how, how they like get their own house because Christians in Pakistan they even don't have their own houses. So... Uh, They had their own house and it burned out, and you know, like they was totally broken with that. But they said, like, we have the one hope. They said, like, we have the one hope, which is Jesus, and uh, they are safe now. Thank God. And you know, your their love with the Jesus is incredible.
0: Yes, that is an incredible story of faith that's an incredible measure of faith yes um can you can you tell me uh about your ministry light of the world ministry some of the things that you're doing over there to reach the people and uh share a testimony we were talking before we started about a testimony you wanted to share of uh of a non-christian Start, yes. with the, start with the testimony of the non-Christian and then talk about what you guys are doing uh, with your ministry.
1: Okay. So I want to share a testimony of a non-Christian lady. Uh, recently, four months ago, she came into our prayer center at our home and uh, she was totally possessed with a demon spirit. She's, she's non-Christian. And uh, she she came with her with her siblings, and she uh, and her her sibling, the the guy, he was also a non-Christian, and right now, like before her, he already gave her his life to Jesus, and that was five years ago and that lady, she was totally possessed with the demons and she was doing like crazy things. She was like, uh, you know, uh, attacking on her own body. She had like nails and she was like crunching like that and she was uh, destroying her her clothes. Like she wanted the body of that lady, like the demons they wanted to destroy the body of that lady
0: she was she was cutting herself.
1: Yes, with the nails. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So she was here, and uh, we prayed for her. We command that uh, that spirit to leave her body in the name of Jesus, and on the spot, after three or four seconds, that lady, she got healed. She got. Uh, free from the demonic spirits and she was so happy like being free from this demonic spirits and uh, she was like she was saying who was that thing who was who freed me and we said like it was Jesus who really freed you for whole life from this demonic spirits and uh, on the spot she she gave her life to Jesus. She said, like, I want to consider my life to Jesus. I want to have a personal relationship with him. I accept him as a savior.
0: That's, that's so good. So good.
1: I accept him as she denied everything, and uh, she gave her life to Jesus. And now she said, like, I, wanna, I don't want to just keep it on myself. I wanna keep and bring this gospel to other peoples. And now she is going to different houses, different peoples to share gospel. She is doing this underground. Uh, I can't mention her name, and uh, she is doing this undergroundly. Like uh, you know, like she's not highlighting all of the things, but only God and she knows what's happening.
0: Hmm. See, that's really that's really powerful. We see over here, we see the same thing where somebody has a tangible encounter with the Lord and the immediate response when they give their self, their lives to Christ is they want to share. It the inward becomes outward and they want to share. But the difference is we don't have to do things underground here. We're free to walk around and even if people don't agree, we still have the freedom to to talk about Jesus. So that's very interesting and foreign to a lot of us or listeners of having to do it yes. in secret. Yes. Um, so what about... So, what about uh, so go ahead, my friend.
1: Yes. So also I want to introduce what my ministry. So our mission, the main mission, is to win souls for God's kingdom. And you know, we have the Great Commission and that. So uh, we we do outreaches for different places, and we have a worship center. And, uh, and the name of our ministry is Light of the World Ministries Pakistan, and uh, God is using us in the whole Pakistan in, in slums, in villages in remote areas and rejected areas where no one likes to go. Hmm. Even like, if you are going somewhere, uh, you, can, you can be murdered or, or killed by those peoples in that place. But sometimes we have to bring up like, uh, like a security with us to do those outreaches because some of the areas are most most dangerous and we we go there with the security and uh, we we preach gospel there the real gospel and uh, you know god is doing miraculous things in pakistan right now people are giving their lives to jesus they're getting healed and uh, god is doing amazing things right now in pakistan
0: when you go to some of these areas, when you go to these villages and such, um, and share the gospel, and people give their lives, are you are you baptizing people there? Are you able to baptize people on the spot?
1: No, we we are not able to baptize them on the spot. Uh, we we try to uh, set our time with them, and then we get them baptized.
0: If you're at a village that's on a river or buy some water, are you able to baptize? Or is it is it, um, is it dangerous? Is it a risk to baptize in public? Uh,
1: it's, it's not dangerous to baptize in public. But uh, the river, we, we don't have much rivers here in Pakistan. Okay. We have only three or four. So, uh, like, we, because we, we also don't know, about the level of the river. So we we get them baptized, we bring them here in the worship center, we get them baptized here. And last year we in 2021 we baptized like over 300 people.
0: Wow, that's so good. Amen. Yes, praise the Lord.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so and I just want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing some of the truth and the realism of what's going on in your country. Uh, can you can you just can you just share with us what your hopes are for this this coming year with your ministry and what more you'd like to see over there?
1: Yes. So our goal for this year to win. 60,000 peoples for Christ Our goal is to win 60,000 peoples for Christ And uh, our, our hope Is to You know Set like 30 families free From the slavery For whole life
0: hmm.
1: Like this process Setting them free from the slavery Is to pay their debt and uh, and the average of debt is from like like two thousand Canadian dollars or three thousand Canadian dollars or something like that. And our goal is to set like thirty families free from the slavery for whole life.
0: Do you have a website for your ministry? Uh, that you could leave with me at the end of the show we could talk about.
1: Uh we we don't have uh, right now but we we have the links
0: okay my friend we'll talk about some of the links and uh, i'll leave that uh, on the podcast and uh maybe uh, god will inspire some people's hearts to to help contribute to your ministry over there brother yeah thank you very much for coming on the show today yes you are appreciate it it's nice to be the show right now
1: and uh, yeah so thank you for letting me talk on this show this podcast and it's an honor to be here
0: yeah we're gonna see you we're gonna see you soon man we're gonna send a team to see you all right thank you my friend. thank you my friend Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. That's uh, some very very deep stuff.